Welcome to FitChicks Chat brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we are dedicated to teaching you all about fitness, nutrition, and wellness, as well as how to build an incredibly successful business using our proven techniques and systems designed to get you certified, confident, successful, and get you results for yourself, your business, as well as your clients. Now, if you've ever wondered, how can I be successful as a coach? Where do I find my first client? How do I even build a business? Where do I begin? I want you to make sure to listen to the end of each episode so that you can hear inspiring stories from our graduates of the Fitchix Academy and hear how they signed their first clients, how they built their business of their dreams and paid back their tuition just weeks after graduating and how all of this is possible for you too. everybody and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson and I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are talking about 2022. My goodness. Can you believe it's almost 2022? No, honestly, this past year, it's like I blink and it's done. Like I feel like it's so weird how fast it has gone. I don't know. Well, and we're going to do, I just feel like this past year has just been crazy. And I know like, we're going to do a recap of the, like when, yeah. Yeah. When we do our, we're going to do a podcast. We're going to talk about our goals and kind of a recap of the highlights of our last years, personally, professionally, which is so interesting. Like I can't believe I birthed a human this year. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually doing my gratitude list because it's my birthday. And I was like, doing this list of like all of the things I'm really proud of myself for that I created in the last year. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like I've done a lot. And it was really, you know, again, just you tend to not realize what you have done in your life till you take time to sit down and look at it, which is why today, the conversation we're going to talk about, I really want you to listen to this podcast, maybe bookmark it and listen to it again, because it's going to be game changing as you head into 2022. Mm -hmm. So this podcast is, we had talked to Amanda and I talked about like, okay, what do we want to do for like our topics? Do we want to do goal, like talking about setting goals now? Do we want to talk about, um, you know, how to create amazing things in your life? And of course, all the things like New Year's resolutions, all the things that go into this time of year. But we wanted to do a different spin on it because the thing is, is that most people don't set goals. True. And it's interesting, right? Like if you ask most people, they don't actually sit down and set goals. And the reasons why they won't set goals is because they end up thinking, if I don't hit my goal, like I don't want to set that goal because what if I don't hit it? I think some other people too, they don't set goals because they just don't even take time to sit and really think about what they want. They just kind of get stuck in like the cycle of life of just going through the the process of every day. And it becomes like, it's almost like this is just what I do as opposed to thinking about what is possible. Completely. And I think this is where, you know, the, the exercise we're going to do today is a little bit different, but this is what I really want to help people with who are listening to this is that goal setting is so important. And I used to think it was like, okay, you know, you set a goal, it has to be a smart goal, like specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, timely, like that whole thing of like the corporate world that you learn. Yes. 
We've all heard of SMART goals. Yes, for sure. Yes. And there's elements of that that you do need to include when you're goal setting. But goals are so important for you just in general to set because they really make you create your life intentionally. And I don't know how many people, including myself, have spent a lot of their life thinking that things should be different or thinking they should have done certain things by this point or looking at their life and not being happy and feeling like life is happening to them instead of them actually, you know, creating the life that they want. Mm -hmm. And once you actually start setting goals, you realize that you are now creating your life intentionally. And that is something that is absolutely game changing. Like it's it's probably, it's not like, you know, positive thinking. This is just like, this is what I want to create in my life. And this is what I'm going to go after. And this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah. I think it's probably like creating an intentional life is probably one of my favorite statements. Like when, even when you say it, it's just like, it's so powerful because it's so like knowing that now it's like, it, it is a choice and it is a decision and it is a process that you're creating for yourself is probably the most empowering thing I can think of. Well, and it really, exactly. It makes you step into your power. And I know that might sound kind of cheesy, but we tend to live in a world where we think, like I said, everything's happening to us. Things are out of our control and there are things that are out of our control, but there is so much that's in our control. There's this, um, quote, I think it's by Dan Sullivan, but it's that your future is your property. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that statement because it's the idea of thinking of like, okay, let's say you're, you had bought even a piece of land. This is the way I think about it in my brain. Like I bought a piece of land and I'm going to build my dream house on it. Like, what does that look like for me? Like, where do I want to put like the porch? Where do I want a garage? Do I want a double garage? Do I want a beautiful like roof on top of it? (laughs) Whatever it is, it's like, this is a property right now. I own this property that is completely blank. It's just vacant land. Mm-hmm. And I get to build whatever I want on it. Where most people are doing it backwards is they're thinking like, okay, you know, this is just this is what I have in my life, and this is just what has come to me. Instead of having it like this is my empty space, and what do I want to put in it? Mm-hmm. So the thing with goals that's so important too is that they really require you to put your like make your brain focus. Our brains are processors. They're like computers running on programs that are usually from like our childhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we run on autopilot. And if you if you don't give your brain something to focus on, it's going to focus on all the negative things. It's the way it's built because it's built for survival. Mm-hmm. So giving your brain a goal is so important because it makes sure your brain is focusing on something and it has direction instead of going down the rabbit hole of like, I'm worried about money. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about like you start going, you know, worrying or depression or not clinical depression, but different things that, you know what I mean? Like are just thoughts that start coming up for you if you don't give it something to focus on. So picking a goal is so important for that. It's also how we grow and evolve. Growth we are the way our society is built is that we kind of have like benchmarks set up for us in advance. So up until like the age of like 25, it's almost like your life is kind of like pre-decided for you. Right. Or we all have these things that we think we should be doing. So like, okay, by X age, I'm going to graduate kindergarten by X age, middle school, then high school. Then I'm probably going to go to college. Then I'm going to get married. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to have a baby. It's like these markers, right? 
But then what happens is either you hit those or you don't, which doesn't mean anything either way. But you kind of get to the age of 25 and no one's telling you now what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So you suddenly are like, okay, I'm 35 and I'm like unhappy in my life or whatever. But like, because you don't have this next thing you're working towards, whereas this is why goal setting is so important, especially as you get older, because now you're starting to really decide what you want instead of what you've been told where you, you take the want. reins. Yeah. It's like where you can take the reins and say, okay, now society's kind of given me this blueprint, but now it's my choice. And, and not that you have to follow that blueprint when you're younger, but oftentimes we just kind of do. I know that I did. Right. And I know Laura, you kind of did too, where we went to school, went and got the corporate job, did the things that we thought we were supposed to do. And then we're like, we came home. We're like, we, we don't like this. <laughs> we, what are we doing? This doesn't fulfill us in any way. And that's how Fitchicks was sort of born, but, um, but we won't get into that story, but it, it's just, it's so true because it's like, you're given this blueprint, you kind of follow it. And then you're like at this place in your life where you're like, no more blueprint, no more dis- Now it's my decision. Like everything is kind of like nothing is laid out anymore. So where do I want to take my life? Well, and I think a lot of people too, this is where there is a lot of people who have that midlife crisis or that time in their life where they did follow that. And then they never learned the art of goal setting or understanding that they can create their intentional life, that they have that vacant land and that they can like setting goals is so powerful, but they just don't do it. So then they end up thinking they hate their lives or you know what I mean? Like they feel like a failure or they start, you know, over drinking, overeating, doing all the things to avoid dealing with what's like really going on in their lives. So it kind of is, it's like, you kind of see it. I find around the age of like getting into your mid thirties, which is probably why they call it like a midlife crisis, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's why. So that's when it comes to goals. But the thing is, before you set your goals, this is what we're really going to talk about today. We're going to do an exercise and it's all about redeciding your life. And I love this exercise. I think it's one of the most powerful things I've ever done in my personal life. I've ever done in my professional life because it made me get really clear on what it is that I want in my life and what it is that I want to create in my life. Mm-hmm. And clarity is power. Barbara Stani says that. And it is the number one thing that I see most of our students and most clients and most people in general get stuck on is they get stuck because they don't even know what they want. True. And they don't even know if they want the things that they already have. <laughs> True. Which is like, this is where I, like, I did this exercise and I actually like blew my own mind. It actually made me, it made my marriage better. It made my workouts better. It made my relationship with our business better. Like all of these things, because again, it was very intentional. So how do we do this exercise? So the thing with redeciding your life, it's all about living your life on purpose. Okay. So again, we have this idea that things are happening to us or things are happening around us. And like, we don't like our jobs or we don't like our partners, or we don't like things about our life that we don't like our weight. We don't like all this stuff, but we feel like it's so out of our control. And then we, what we end up doing is we, but we think, oh, we just have to keep on doing this thing that we've been doing because it's just the way it is, or it's the way we've always done it. I don't know, Amanda, do you have anything in your life that like that has, that you have thought that way about, or you do think that way about, or that I feel like I kind of just do because that's just the way I've always done it. 
I think it would probably be like, even like, not so much now, but I think before would be like, um, my relationship with my husband and my relationship, I think relationships, a lot of times it's relationships for me. It's like relationships with my family, like, oh, well, you know, this is just how I communicate with my sister, or this is just, I just don't talk to my brother or things like that. Like where, and I don't have a bad relationship with my brother, just in case anyone is curious. I just, we just don't really communicate, but it's more like in my relationship with my husband, like this is just like, okay, well, instead of talking through something, we'll like be very combative with it. And then it creates this energy and da, da, da. And it just, it's like the cycle that you get stuck in and there is ways to change it. Right. And it's just a matter of like stepping back and saying, okay, like, is that the kind of relationship I want? And if not, then how do I change that? And what are my decisions to move forward to change those things? But I think that those would be, I think it probably be those relationships would probably stick out the most if, since you're asking me on the fly, <laughs> those, no, would be my totally. two, those would be my two things like immediately that come to mind would be those, my relationships with my family and my husband. Well, and that's, what's interesting. Cause this, this idea of redesigning your life, you could do it in, in every area of your life or totally. just pick one. Like it applies to your business. It applies to your health. It applies to your wealth. It applies to your relationships. It applies to everything. <laughs> so the way that you basically do it is, and this is what I want everyone to grab your pens, grab your papers. I know sometimes it's like, oh, I'll, I'll just listen. I don't need to write it down. Honestly, writing write it, it down, down is so powerful. <laughs> write it down. That's so how we remember powerful. it. <laughs> That's how it exactly. And it's how we actually brain. fully process through like a thought yep. because our brains aren't meant to really like retain information and figure things out. It's meant to just process like it's literally like a computer. Mm-hmm. So once we get it out on paper, then we can actually look at it and have other thoughts about it. But when we're trying to do it in our head, it just doesn't work. But what I want you guys to do is write down like currently in 2021, and you could break it down to categories too. Like you could do like business, health, wealth, relationships, like what is going on in your life? So let's say, for example, you live in a house in Toronto, Canada. Now, what I want you guys to do, and like, let's say you're married, you have two kids, you work for the government, you, um, you know, you drive a, a minivan. I don't know. I'm just making that one up. <laughs> but just say these are the elements of your life. Now, what I want you to do is look at each of those things and decide right now, is this something that I want in my life in 2022? Mm-hmm. And why, if you do, why do you want to keep it? So let's say, for example, like the person I'm saying, you know, you own a house in Toronto. So I want you to look at that and decide, okay, you've got your list of things in 2021. Now move it over to 2022 if it's something you want to keep. And then right next to it, why you love it. So if this person is like, okay, yeah, I want to like, I want to live in my house again in 2022. I love my house because it's easy commute to work. It's a really great neighborhood. It's all the things, right? But consciously write out and think about why you love that thing and why you want to keep it in your life. Maybe you'll look at a relationship. Maybe it's a relationship with your accountant, let's even say, or with your personal trainer. And you're like, you know what? I've had this trainer for a long time. And in 2022, I've decided I want to actually really embark on a fitness journey when it comes to yoga. So you know what? This is actually something I don't want to bring into 2022. And this is what I want to do instead. Mm -hmm. 
So what you're actually doing as you do this exercise, as you go through each of the things that you currently have in your life, is you are not only getting super clear on what is actually happening in your entire life that you have, it's getting, it's creating gratitude for the things that you really love. And it's, you're deciding that you want them. It's makes your life intentional. Cause you're like, yes, I want to have this house and I want to have this business. And I want to have this relationship with my husband or my wife. And I want to have these kids and I love them because boom, 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 boom. It brings that awareness and right. Even by doing that, you've just created an intentional year in 2022. And then also what you're doing is you're then looking at all of the pieces of, okay, but in 2022, I don't want to bring the personal trainer, or maybe I don't like the house. I actually have lived in this house for so long. I hate it. I feel negative every time I go into it. I'm going to, this is going to be something in 2022 that will then become my goal. I'm going to try to save up or find a new house. Mm-hmm. Like, do you kind of see how this works? It's like, it makes you decide everything that you have that you really want and you want to keep and you love it. And you come from a place of love and gratitude and intention. And then you're actually getting really clear on the goals and the things you want to work on from a place of positivity, as opposed to just setting random goals and feeling like you're never going to be able to achieve them. The thing I love about this too, is that it becomes, it's it's very proactive as opposed to reactionary. So you're not just coming home one day and being like, that's it. Like, I don't want to live in this house anymore. I hate this house. And then you're just like rushing to find something else. You're literally being so intentional about like, okay, I'm really not happy in this space. I really need to find a space that I feel happy or that is closer to the kids school or whatever it is, like whatever the reasoning is that you just don't really agree with the space that you're in. And then it gives you an opportunity to think through that process and to be able to plan for it, not just be reactive. Cause I think, you know, and I'm speaking from my own personal, like I'm someone who is very reactive to things. Like I'm very emotionally reactive to scenarios. And I know that about myself, but this forces you to really think about it and have a clear, like to have that clarity to make decisions ahead of time. So it is like, I know that these are the things that I'm changing and these are the things I'm keeping. And this is why. And then when I'm going into changing these things, this is why I'm changing it. And this is what then I need to replace that thing so that it's not, it's not emotionally charged. And I think that that for me, for someone like the way that I am, that's a really powerful and important thing to have in my life. Oh, totally. Because when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Mm-hmm. It literally is proven. It's like when you, that's what why you can't make decisions me? when we're super <laughs> emotional, right? Because you don't make smart decisions. It's all yeah. like, okay, I'm freaking out right now, blah, blah, blah. I got to table all this serious decision-making and just feel the emotion first. Yeah. Because we can't, we're not built to be able to do both at the same time. No, so, which is, which is funny. Cause that's also why I always say, I'm like, I allow myself to feel something for a period of time. And then I just look at the solution. I never make a solution based decision during that period because it's, Oh yeah. Cause when you're emotional, true. you always make bad decisions. I know I always, do. <laughs> always, always. It's always like the worst one. So just, yeah, this, this just forces you to, to plan in advance for decision-making, which I really like. But the other thing I think that is the really secret thing, like secret sauce to this is it also makes you really appreciative for the things that you have and makes you recommitted for the next year to those things. And I think it's really powerful relationships, especially when you're looking at, you know, because let's say if you're in a marriage, like marriage is probably one of the best examples because a lot of people think, oh, I got married. And I made this life commitment. Of course, I'm committed. 
But then what happens is the years go by and suddenly it's like, you know, even for me, I had my son this year and my marriage dynamic completely shifted because now it's not just the two of us. We're now responsible for keeping a human being alive, plus trying to keep our relationship alive, plus dealing with all these new elements of conversation, difference of opinions, like all these things. Right. But as I'm doing this exercise for me, I'm like, okay, I'm heading into 2022. Like, do I want to keep my marriage? And so I'm just being like, of course, like I'm married. I don't want to get divorced. But then the quality of my relationship is like, wah, wah, right. So it's like, yeah. when I sit back and be like, okay, I actually really like I'm heading into 2022. Do I want to be in this marriage for this next year? And I'm like hundred percent. Yes, I do. Okay. So I'm going to move that into my yes column. And why do I love this relationship? And that's the key question. Yeah. So why do I want to stay in this? I'm like, because he's an amazing father because he is a good partner to me. He's solid. He's loyal. He's all these things, right? Like, and then it just, again, gives you that lens of looking at the things you have in your life with appreciation and gratitude, or it could be, you know, you might just, that a relationship or a person in your life, you don't want them in your life anymore, like I said. And that also allows you then to make that decision on purpose instead of having like negative people in your life that you just keep allowing to be there because it's easier because they're family members or they're friends or they're this. Mm-hmm. And then you're not actually ever moving forward because you just keep, you know, stuck in that same cycle with them. So I think that that's the thing that's so powerful. Like you just really then see like, I have all these things in my life by choice. I chose this job again for this year. I chose this marriage. I chose this this body, this weight, this whatever it is. And if I am going to choose something different, okay, now let's look at that. Why do I want to change it? What am I going to do? That becomes my goal. Yeah. I love this. I love this exercise so much. And I think I agree with you. That question is the most powerful and important question to answer. So don't skip that part. (laughs) Totally. And I just like one of my personal goals for this next year is to live a very intentional life. And I like, I've always known about intentional life, like the, like the concept of it, but honestly, up until the last three years, I don't think I was doing it. Like I had dreams and goals and things like that, but I didn't really. And this was this missing piece of like picking the things that I already have in my life. Cause I was just always kind of like, Oh, these are the things I want to do in the future. This is what I want to achieve. But then they, when they weren't happening, I was getting frustrated with my current life. But even though I had all these great things in my life that were amazing, that were setting me up for this future life. So I just, that's one of my personal goals is to really get into that place. And I want that for everybody because I know how powerful it is. And I know that the more we all are like showing up in our lives in a way that we love it, the better we show up in other areas of our lives, the better can be as parents and as leaders and as coaches and as all the other stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just would love to hear from you guys if this exercise helped you, what it is in your life that you are so grateful that you want to keep in 2022, what you want to leave in 2021, and then what it is that you're going to go after in this new year. So leave in our comments, message us on, um, you can message us at info at fitchicks.ca, DM us, leave it on this video. And of course we have our upcoming certifications. We have some big changes coming in 2022 because Amanda and I did this exercise on our business. So we were like, what is it like the life we want to create for our business life and our business and our students in 2022? What is it we want to 
bring into 2022? What do we want to leave in 2021? And how are we going to make that happen? We're going to be talking about that in a future podcast to let you know of the big changes that we have coming and some awesome new stuff. But until then, have an amazing day. Check out us out at fitchacademy.com and we will see you next week. Bye everyone. Bye. Hi, my name is Solange LaBelle and my business name is Solange LaBelle Fitness. I offer boot camp group fitness classes for women as well as dance programs. Currently with the pandemic and the restrictions in my province, I teach boot camp and Zumba on the Zoom platform. When in-person classes are allowed again, I will resume my programs, which consists of boot camp, chakra dance, pound, Zumba, and Zumbini. My first clients I signed up were my friends. And this happened right after I graduated from the Fit Chicks Fitness and Nutrition Program. My friends were so kind to volunteer to be my students for the group practical hours and exam that I needed to complete in the program. And after all those classes were done, they expressed their enjoyment and recommended that I offer boot, a boot camp program in our community. So I did. As a group fitness instructor, my business has evolved in the expansion of offering my services to other communities to accommodate their needs and provide the social connection, the joy, and the physical movement that my neighboring communities so much desired. I had many mind-blowing things I experienced during the program, and since I graduated, my top three are, one, the support from Fitchicks and their students. Our society fosters competition in the world, but not this program. It's a sisterhood of like-minded women, and we help each other every way possible. And we celebrate each and everyone's wins and successes. Number two, when COVID-19 hit our country last spring, Fitchicks was kind enough to offer a free program, the 21-Day Build Your Online Fitness Biz. Again, their support was tremendous to offer this and help me overcome the fear of going online. The third is the kind words 
and compliments I receive from my students. The gratitude they have shown towards me and their feelings of empowerment, joy, freedom, and healing they get after a workout. That is so mind-blowing. The biggest piece of advice I would give to anyone looking to get started in building their own fitness and nutrition business is to follow your heart's desires and don't let anyone make you think that you cannot do it. Thank you very much. I wish you all a wonderful day. Goodbye. Now, if you are ready to get certified today and build the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams, we invite you to join our FitChix Academy upcoming certifications for our fitness and nutrition expert program, as well as our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certifications. So we can help you build a successful business using our proven formula that has helped hundreds of our graduates do the same. Learn more at www.fitchicksacademy.com. And we look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.